Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you have now entered squared circle 101, you got your man Santino Iliano, aka the Tatiya Stallion, now my brother here used to be a hooper, he used to live life above the rim, but that's a sex position now, my man shooter. Man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm handling my business a little bit, a little bit. And we are here to discuss the sweet science. Hit us up at facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101 or on Gmail at squared circle 101 or on Twitter at talking smack 101. Talk some smack to us. Yeah. You feeling good? Man, I'm feeling great, man. So I'm, I'm happy to do it. We got started a little bit late, man, but we still going to give it to you raw. We still gonna give it to you raw and uncut, so you know we're we're just gonna we're gonna maintain and be professional like how we always do and get uh get down with the business, man. And let's be professional and talk about something good like IAMRCF.com. If you're in Western Washington, you wanna feel better, be better with the best. Three years in a row, King Five and Evening Magazine. I know my man Shooter loves it. Yeah, man, I'm I'm on it. I'm on my third. I'm on my third week. So if you guys have been traveling here with me, man, it's been it's past the two weeks. Yeah, can you, man? It's hey, I guarantee you, man. Not a lot of people can, but you know what though? They got great training staff there, man, and it pushes you to the limit. And I actually already see the results, so I'm happy about it. And I'm, I told you, I quit the LA Fitness done. already, man. So done. Broke up with them. That's i a m r c f dot com. That's fitness. It's CrossFit. Go to the website, find the location near you, contact them, get the two-week trial, try it out, say Squared Circle 101 sent you, and you're going to see how good it really is. It's going to be half the price you see anywhere else for CrossFit, so if you're on our side of the town... If you're in the town up north, anywhere in West Washington, check it out. And right now they're actually getting ready for the CrossFit game, so they got Ooh. a couple of people out there going awaiting trials too. So I'm um, right. hopefully we'll like be able to see some fighters. I like to see some of you fighters get in there. I know Robert Guerrero loves it, so check him out at iamrcf.com. It's kind of a bad person to put out there because he's been getting whooped his last couple fights. He but either, four years ago, though, he's either still way, either way, either way, he's still he's still in it, boy. It's not for the faint of heart, though. Not everybody can do it, though, and I think that's the reason why I love it. That's right. That's right. Just so you can say you can. Can you say it? He can maybe feel even better. What you got for me? All right, man. So just um, I actually saw this off of a cop show some years back though, and it just uh, <laughs> you brothers watch cop shows? Yeah, we do, man. I always go for the bad guys. Um, Hopefully they win yeah. though. Or, um, or, or Sergeant Murtaugh and Lethal Weapon. Yeah, you don't have to worry about failure because you only have to be right once. Ooh. So it doesn't take a whole lot, man. I mean, you can fail, fail a thousand times, but once you get it right that one time, that's going to take off for everything, man. So keep, uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, man. So just just keep fighting. Right. Stay low and keep firing, as uh, the, the late, the late like uh, great like Carter, Sean that's Carter says. So Let's it's, hear the uh, one more time, one more time. So you don't have to worry about failure. You only got to be right once. In bed. That's right. Everything is like that. A fortune cookie <laughs> even. Now, we are here to discuss the sweet science. We had another In bed, you may not get a on. second chance, though. No second chance. That's right. There we go. Oh, there's the, there's the zinger. We, we all been there. <laughs> now, there was a fight weekend. We had some toe-to-toe Tuesday yesterday, that, uh, the other day, that snuck up on us. Didn't even know it was, it was scheduled on there in the books. Some pretty exciting fights. Yeah. Let's talk about Roy Jones, though. So... He uh he beat the bare knuckle brawler man. He got the win. He got the win. Got, got the, t- the win. Got, got the TKO. TKO. Uh, what was it? Later rounds was round eight or something uh, like that. Six or round seven, six or something like that. Somewhere yeah. around there. So. Yeah, I read a quote from the the guy Bobby Gunn saying, "Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's an honor to get knocked out by Roy Jones because it was an honor to be in the ring with him." I'm like, yeah, I, I, I guess I can see that. 
they took and started taking pictures with him, and, it, and I heard he got him to sign some gloves and some yeah, autographs too. It's, so it's gonna be a silver lining towards that. It's that's just not a like bad deal. Even, you got a payday, some memorabilia out of it, some photos, and now we know your name. Yeah, not a bad one. Not a bad one. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, but you know, that's the last time we're gonna hear from. Uh, Is this from the last Bobby time Gunn. we're talking about Roy Jones? Uh, he said 2017 is gonna be his last year in boxing. Hopefully that is so. Um, you know what? I was kind of like, I think like what Ant versus Antonio Tarver for the end of the year, maybe something like that. Well, he's Antonio Tarver. He is, but he said he's going to heavyweight though. Like oh, that's one thing. So I don't know. He, we're gonna start that. talking about him like we talk about Roy soon. If you don't, well, he need to hang him up soon too. Well, the thing about it is, I was kind of, I felt kind of awkward with Roy Jones. I, I wanted him to win, but if he won, especially with a TKO, is that gonna make him stay in the yeah. game? Like, so it was just like, I'm glad right after that he's he made the worse. announcement. He made the announcement that uh, this will be his last year in boxing. So shout out to the King, man, Captain Hook. Um, happy for you. Um, hopefully we don't see you again, not in a bad way, but. Uh, We'll probably go end up seeing him later, uh, later on this year. Probably see him in the corner of, of these Ruskies since he has a dual citizenship there. So I'm not sure if we can trust this guy anymore. <laughs> he's not the Roy Jones we once knew. Is that right? You think you think he's in? You think he's in bed with Putin? Uh, he's in the sub with some Putin. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that one. But now we're gonna recap this weekend also. Now, toe to toe Tuesday was the more recent fight, but we're gonna go that, in the that, order was of. That, was that was? Well, we're gonna go in order of importance based on quality of fighters. Okay, we can Make do sense? that. I can do that. So that's why we'll start with Toe to Toe Tuesday. Alright. Let's talk about Brandon Figueroa, the younger brother of Omar Figueroa, who's got some devastating power but sensitive hands. <laughs> so, and, what? Yeah, no, go ahead. He looks really good against Raul Torino. Now, I think Mr. Torino was found day of, possibly in the stands for no, this they fight. Were, they were pronouncing it two ways. You know how I am about my pronunciation with names. So I heard, it, say the word again? Uh, pronunciation. Okay, are you going to get on me, man? You can't. You, you know what? You I'm can't not defend about, it listen, and get it wrong in the same sense. Listen, um, Raul, I heard Chirino and Chirino. Chirino sounds cooler. Chirino sounds cooler. <laughs> Definitely. Wait, definitely. So since you said Chirino, I'm going to say Chirino because I know you're wrong. But go ahead. This guy over here. Brandon Figueroa. Talk about heavy hands runs in the family. Yeah. Um, uh, Chirino was slower. I I don't think he fought any real competition, even though his no. record was 10-4. and four. Outclassed. Um, outclassed. Outclassed. He got dropped three times uh, with a body shot. Yeah. Uh, he was, he was, was, you know, Southpaw, this was, and especially you get dropped by a, a body shot on a super bantamweight at 122 pounds. Two you, body shots dropped that phone. Yeah, yeah, Heavy so hands. he, it's, I mean, it's not, he was Southpaw, it's nothing to really talk about. Brandon Figueroa is somebody that you can tell they're, they're grooming. They're gro uh, definitely grooming. They're definitely grooming. Um, he just, he moved to 11-0 with eight knockouts with that, um. With that KO victory, so we're definitely going to be seeing him in a, we're definitely Look at that year of the body punch. I feel like this has been a great start to body punches you know just overall. You know what's really funny too is like what you keep saying you're the body punch and it's always week after week where you actually say it. It's becoming more and more true just because of speaking simple, into existence. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I will give you that just because for a simple fact that it happens regardless. Every time we show up here to record, it's something it's something that is happening with uh, with body shots that people are continuing to Drop, get dropped by him. Get dropped by him. People are not we doing that. Look, obliques. Canelo had no. one last year where he got a KO from Liam him, right? Smith. Liam Smith. That was, it. but you know that's Canelo's thing though too. So exactly. he he tortures that. But there's been at least two this year. Stops for a body punch already. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's why I'm saying it. Cause I know what I'm saying. But in even but even the ones that weren't just stopped by body punches, it was the water in the basement as um as your boy Teddy Atlas always says, he gets them to slow down, and you go in. And one thing at a, I learned at Tacoma Boxing Club, you go to the body, the head's gonna follow. So that's what everybody's more taking heed to. Now I might teach you something on this one. One thing I didn't like was the constant switching in stance by Figueroa because it was undisciplined. He was letting the brawl lead his lead foot. So there was times when he would have his left foot forward, yeah. and then as he moved forward, he kept throwing, and then he would make that switch in mid throw. Yeah. yeah. But when you do that, you can square up. Yeah. When you square up is when you get He's knocked out. So like it was um it but being was, out of class helped him. It out was, class was, it was whether the first no, I don't think it was the first. It was the first or the second Tyson fight, actually, since you said that. It was one of the times where Holyfield actually knocked him down, but Tyson wasn't hurt. It was because it was a switch into the feet and Tyson was squared up. And it don't matter, you don't even have to get punched. If you're squared up, somebody can just literally push you but it don't even have to be a strong push where you can actually just fall. And, and they'll get the easy K Easy, easy knockout. Knockout. He's knocked But at the easy same points. time, though, I'm not going to really fault him for that. No. He was in no danger. No. He was no. in no danger in this fight no. um, no. against uh, Raul Sherino because he just – so I just – whatever. I just don't I – don't, I didn't see anything important to where it, I'm going to critique him. He got him out of there. They're still grooming him. You can tell they're still grooming him. So we'll see what he has in the mm-hmm. future. Hopefully some good oppositions, more rounds. Yeah. Next up was Darwin Price versus Highland Williams. And you know what? As a matter of fact, me being what's wrong with you, man? Are you allergies? Sick of, man, get your get, get your, sick of your BS sometimes. No, nah, you man, your, your immune system. Respect. One of those one of those bubble kids, man. Bubble kids. Yeah. That's racist. I don't know how, but somehow it's racist. <laughs> yeah. We'll find that way how. Hold on, we actually watched Darwin Price uh, last year, and then we covered one of his fights too. Yes. It was like yeah, see, so this guy he just moved, he was eleven and zero when he started. So he's twelve. With he's six KOs. With six KOs. And Ian. Let me get in here. He has so. a great jab. He has a great Yeah, ice. he does. Double jab. Like there was Beautiful there jab. was there was a lot of times where he where he could have just thrown a lot of singles, but he threw more double jabs, which is the which is the most important punch with anybody. So like even if you have no idea what to do because the game plan didn't work. The jab is how you figure the, it the, out. The jab. The jab. You got to keep it out there. You got to just touch him. Just touch him. Please. Good speed on that jab as well. Nice, good, long, stiff jabs. I'm not talking about boxes still. Mm-hmm. Good speed. And he uses it well. Kept him at bay. Now, yeah. Williams seemed like no threat at all. He had decent fight. hand speed and some counters. Um, he was an 08, um, 2000, 2008 Olympic uh, alternate. He, he started to get more comfortable. He was more comfortable with the commentators to say at 130 pounds. Yeah. And then uh, when he said that, one of the first notes that I had took down in the uh, – one of my notes that I took down to talk about Darwin Price was he had overwhelming power. Yeah. And then if he's more – if Highland Williams was more comfortable at 130, then I can definitely see how that was a problem. Now, I thought he had – I thought Darwin Price had a great game plan for him. He just kept the jab out there. He was com- he was in control of the fight. He was patient in the fight. He didn't do I, me personally. I thought he should have been able to get him out of there, yeah, yeah. which he could. But but his patience, he, you know, just like we he all. He looks good, man. He needs better opposition to be Highly Williams, no promoter, no manager, sparring partner known for us. Probably probably where most of his money comes from. But because of that, he looked like a sparring partner in there. That's the only thing that the that the Chalo brother said. That I that I really that you didn't that you didn't doze off on. Yeah, when they talk, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's my reaction. 
Just not a fan. Not my cup of tea. That's all I can say. No disrespect. Now let's move on to the main event. Was Miguel Flores versus Dat Naguyan. That win. That, don't say Naguyan, please, That's man. You're just, you're just. I had look. to get it in there once. Look, it's only, it's, you're one of those internet, you're one of those internet tough guys, man. You're internet only getting tough. away, with, you're only getting away with it's the racism because it's here. Yeah, basically. Um, Full of internet thugs and it's the message of gangsters. Let me see. Yo, let's yeah. talk about the sweet science. Hey, hit us up at facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. And don't forget to download that squared circle app. It's available at iTunes and Google Play. Tell your friends about it. Pass it along. Let's get it started. Now let's talk about Miguel Flores versus Dat Win. Uh, didn't think that what was you, supposed to go out that way, right? What do you guys... You want to... You this is my first two notes that I had with Dat and Win. Relentless. Slow and sloppy. That was the first thing that I had coming, just coming out. So maybe your sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> you still bought it. <laughs> Not even downloaded. You bought it. I'm the manager and the Hey, you're not. Not, not only the manager. I'm nah, also playing. But um, and then the first thing, the uh, first three things that I wrote down about Miguel Flores: more comfortable, better yeah. fighter, more skilled and talented. In the fourth round, we saw a shift in body language. We sure did. We it's, sure um, did. Because Miguel Flores had great combinations. It, it was good body punch. Watching it, watching the fight, it was no contest. I had these in my notes. Now we, of course, we watched this after the fact. You know, yep. I'm the one who gets the alerts, and then I spoil it I for you. I turned them off. You turned them off. I, I, I didn't spoil this one for you just because it was a major upset. We had Dat Nguyen coming in at uh, 19 and three with six six knockouts, six knockouts, 19 and three with six knockouts. Then we got Miguel Flores, 21 and 0, the body snatcher. How you like that nickname? That's a. It's a, It's already been used. Mike McCallum is the original yeah, I, body I, snatcher. I understand I think that. I skilled you on that one last yeah. week. Yeah. I love that name. Yeah. Okay. So 21 and 0 with nine KOs, and his name is well deserved because he went that left hook to the body he was relentless with it he kept it coming now when i was when they were talking about the body snatcher and his counter punches before the fight even was has before the tide even turned in the fight to where uh dat and win started standing a chance because the first round. yeah because the first two three rounds it was i mean it was a close fight though but at the same time i thought miguel flores more was he was way more polished but he looked he looked like he had great discipline Good, good, good job. How did how did that new size look to you? He looked wide. He looked real wide. Now like, these like guys were these, were, little bit these guys were super featherweights at 130. He didn't look oh, like no. He looked he like he was he about was, 150. And you know what is, you know what actually, you're a you're just a mouth. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm gonna look something up real quick. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's no, no, I'm dead serious because, you know, this is what I meant. This Just is what because I, meant I like to, to hear myself speak, I'm going to keep talking. Go now, ahead. you know why Miguel Flores lost that fight? Because one, two combinations. That's all he threw. One, two. No, but he went to the body a lot, too. He did go to the body a lot, but it was one, two. Either up top to the body once, or body once, uppercut, or one to the body. One, two. Because of that, he was able to get time. That's why in the third round, he got hurt by the right hook that eventually ended his demise with that win. Because when you're only doing ones and twos, they're gonna time you, they're gonna figure it out, and what happens, you get knocked out. That's actually that's oh, actually that one of the wrong. things I'm still I'm still looking it up the guys, so be patient with me. But that is one of the things that I was looking up um about because he started timing his counters and then he started he was connecting that and when he actually really did do us after a couple of rounds he made it he really made it known that he was like hey this is the guy's summit you 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 said it 
Relentless. So the ones and the twos, he started getting his timing down, and once the timing gets down, then somebody knows your it's game plan. Especially you gotta you gotta it's change it up. You can't have a rhythm with any sport. You can't have a rhythm because you're going to easily get figured out. And we saw the shift in body language. He did too, also. So and that's for sure. What? Congrats to, to that. Congrats to that to win. That's the name of the with track. That and win with the win. That win with the win. And he's Vietnamese, if you must know. And we don't get too many Vietnamese fighters, as you were saying in there, too. Because as soon as he came, as as he came in, I was wondering, I was like, what exactly is his nationality? And he was one of those tough guys, too. We know, like, a lot of the, when you get one of the Asian descents, yep. is the Japanese fighters what we're seeing a lot more we of. We see a lot of those tough and guys. And then those guys, are, those guys are really tough. All the Japanese fighters are really tough. So it was good to see a, a different breed in there. Now, more from the PBC, we got Marcus Brown versus Thomas Williams Jr. Thomas Williams Jr. recently beat La Baba, Edwin Rodriguez, and... Lost by knockout to Adonis Stevenson. So he was in there against Marcus Brown, who was, I believe, uh, I want to say 12 and oh with uh, 11 no. KOs or something? Of course, you're, of course you're wrong. 13 and 0. No, he was 18 and 0. Marcus Brown was 18 and 0 with 13 knockouts. Don't 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 shout out records. 13. We 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 have a partnership. You do your job, I do my job. Don't don't shout out stuff that you don't know unless you check with me first. Marcus Brown looked very aggressive at <laughs> You just go sidestep. Could me. control his temper. Uh, you know, Thomas Williams Jr. got his uh, jaw broken in that fight. Yeah. Yep. When, yeah. when I saw him sitting you know, there, standing yeah. on the ground with his mouth, and he could close it, I knew right nah, then they there. Said, they broken. said that in uh, the Lamont Peterson fight when he went out, and it was like broken jaw. Made sure I get that. You know what pissed me off about uh, Thomas Williams Jr.? The crying. Oh, my God. The crying. So Now, he did get knocked down pretty bad when he was down. Okay. Okay. But. But what? He cried before that happened. He cried a lot after that don't happened. Don't look at the ref. The ref so, ain't no, don't, look, look, look. The ref is non-existent. He's going to call it or he's going to not. Right. Just because you sit there and look at him doesn't mean he's going to look over and be like, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should call it that. It was weird because the ref called the knockdown first, and then he counted to 10, Yeah. and they gave him a five-minute break. I, you know what? And it is whenever you get hit, whenever you get a incidental foul, whether it was the back of the head, it was... I'm not gonna really fault Marcus. I'm not gonna fault Marcus Brown too because when he wasn't went impressed down, by him either. Well, he looks good beating Thomas Williams Jr. But Williams Jr. Everything about him, just his said, body language, his I don't know why it was we're so. Talk, we're t but we're talking about all, Thomas Williams is a fighter who came in at uh, twenty and two yeah. with fourteen knockouts. So with it's two, not like with one big win and, and a title shot. Yeah. So in. this should have been easy work. You know what? I don't know. I don't even think he was prepared for this fight, honestly. I don't think so either. I wonder, and, if, I wonder if he got the call like two weeks ago. And now, don't, look, we're not haters. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything eh, away from Marcus. It depends who we're talking about. Very true. Marcus Brown, we're not taking anything away from him because especially when you win a fight, of course, we're going to give you we're gonna give you a credit on that. But at the same time, is it was more about what Thomas William wasn't prepared for than what Marcus Brown did. I don't think Marcus Brown did anything. I don't think he did anything to really – wow me or, to wow me or anything yeah. but it wasn't his i don't think it was his fault too he, he followed his game plan he got the win got the ko he broke his jaw so i can't really say too much i um i love when i, I you know of course we 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 pat ourselves on the back when we uh All the time. when we get when we get stuff right i had in my notes ko is Even inevitable the evil, whatever ko is inevitable <laughs> yeah that's, I saw exactly, it that's exactly what from all the exactly cried it was coming you knew yeah it was you coming. knew it was just you because knew it was just a matter of i thought time. he had poor conditioning thomas williams jr's poor and then marcus conditioning. brown called out who he called out uh donna stevenson that's right right away he called out a donna stevenson right away he was super bad eh, 
Be careful what, what, what you ask for. What do you, what do you think about that? Uh, I think it, I think Adonis Stevenson will make easy work of him, uh, but he needs an opponent since he ain't gonna be able to probably get Ward, uh, Ward or, or Kovalev, Kovalev. being uh, with uh, you know Al Hamid. So Side step for a second. If uh, Andre Ward takes if Andre Ward if Andre Ward takes Adonis Stevenson, that let him off the hook for Kovalev. Ooh, I get to make this decision. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. That will let him off the hook for Kovalev as long as the winner fights Kovalev. Mm-hmm. And that should be the only pass because you're unifying the titles and you're fighting the other number one guy. Okay. All right. I just had to, I just had to ask that. It just came off the top of the dome. Um, Marcus Brown was a 2012 Ward Olympian. Ward would win that fight. He should win that fight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Marcus Brown was a 2012 Olympian. He likes to jab. When he... Good power. Yeah, great. Good, good power. power. So when he... Thomas Williams, when he knocked him down... Thomas Williams, his glove touched, but he was getting ready to get back up until Marcus Brown came over, and then wound up for the shot. He and then that's up. when, and that's when uh, Thomas, and that's when Thomas Williams. It was, it was a combination of a punch knockdown and a, mm-hmm. a little flop in there too. Oh, hold on, man. Sorry, this uh, this tape moved fast. So that win from the last uh, bout that we were thirty-four years of age. Thirty-four years old. No, but um, his weight was one twenty-nine. That was a heavy-looking one twenty-nine. That was way he, the yeah, kind of. Uh, that, that's what it looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, that's got to be DeWayne because he, he was no way uh, he was 130 pounds. Yeah, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been because he wouldn't he have been able big. to. He, he wouldn't have been able to big. take those. He wouldn't have been able to take those shots. He looked way too big. Uh, that's why I went back to see this to see if they would have did the the night of. So, but whatever. But anyway, whatever. so good win for that win. Good win for um, Marcus two Brown. South, two southpaws fighting. Yeah, you don't get that off, that often. That could be another thing that threw off Thomas Williams Jr. too. Anybody don't know who Sal Paul is? That's two left-handed fighters, man. You know, because we still get questions from people. It's like, hey, I don't know boxing too much. Because it's so. the one-on-one, squared circle one-on-one. We're here to give you the lessons about the sweet science. Yeah. Next up is Lamont Peterson versus David Avadesi. Okay, so. I got it right. So, I, I, I didn't pay attention to you. You probably didn't get it right. But, um. Wow. So. I had after watching this Marcus Brown Thomas. Well, you know we got off. Well, you did. You uh, always leave work early because you never finish your shift. But I actually got off a little bit later, so I had to watch it recorded afterwards. So after the Marcus Brown Thomas Williams fight, I had all my boys hitting me up talking about yo 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 talking about this, talking about that, talking about the Adrian Broner fight. Hey, no, this series hit me up. The AO about this Broner fight. Oh man, this and this and that. Just this and this and that. So I skipped this fight. Really? No. I skipped this fight to watch the Adrian Broner, Adrian Granados fight, which and then which was a great fight, which we are going to talk about, which we're going to talk about after. But then I went back to this, so I watched this with not a whole bunch of enthusiasm. Uh, That's kind of messed up because now, now it, it really did. With how it good re- that fight it, was? It, it, this fight had no this, chance. This fight had no had chance of being good to me after what I just seen, yep. and, and it was. It wasn't really my fault. I'm gonna blame everybody else but me because I don't like to take. We're gonna that. blame your whole boys. Yeah. Posse. Yeah, so. <laughs> Evan is saying? Uh, Evan Essie. It's Evan Evan Essie. Saying. It's saying. Evan Essie. Look, at, I, I got this one right, trust me. Whatever, man. Anyway, so we had a, so this is for the WBA title at welterweight 147, which is the best division, which we have declared many, many a times. And he's the champ coming in from the. Uh, Kazakhstan or something like that. He's a European fighter. Another European fighter, but not even that. Only 11 KOs. Only 22-1, 11 KOs. But you had... Actually, let me... 34, let me 17 KOs, Lamont Peterson. Um, 34 and 3, 17 KOs. I was not impressed with Lamont Peterson at all. So... 
To me, but, he still looks timid, like he's never recovered from that Batiste KO. I don't think he was timid. What bothered me was his shorts. I was, I'm, was glad, I'm so glad you said that. Because I was going to say something about that, too. I'm like, did he get those shorts from the 80s? So, was this uh, some old yeah, throwback basketball yeah, shorts? No, right? so he legit, now, had, no, he legit had the some biker shorts on. The, the Larry Bird slash Magic Isaiah Johnson, Thomas, Magic slash. Johnson hoop shorts on like his like his tights were way farther yeah. than the shorts and it really bothered me because all, it really bothered me that all i saw was thigh and, and i hated looking at that but this was uh this was uh for the championship bout that was vacated by yep. who no not, no it's for interim belt it was for interim belt because wba is what it is and the the, the title holder is Thurman. and yeah i think they they this fight was all set up for possibly for him to get the winner. And I had um, you and I had you write down vacated belts, which we're going to get to right after we get on talk about this fight. That's right. Lamar Peterson, to me, he looks hesitant. He was quicker and he was a veteran fighter. I don't even think he, he was. He had a lot of in and out, but for one and two punches at a time. Like, no combinations. He wasn't making a pay for it. And this dude, Ebenezer, was was mixing it up with him. He kept, he kept him in a phone booth. He made a brawl with him. And I feel like Lamar Peterson... Should have had a better win over it. I'm hey, not convinced on anything he has to offer. If he wants to unify the bouts, no matter whether, I think he has a His better. His interim belt don't count as a belt to me. Look, look. he's going to lose to whoever he's fighting against anyway. That's uh, well, funny. I wrote, what's it say right here? I don't think he. Can beat any of the top welterweights. Exactly. Yeah. That's why, it was, that's why he wasn't a headliner for one. And then number two. Where does he go next? Because I can't, I don't see him beating Thurman or Garcia. No, not at all. I wrote down Algeri. I feel like that's just a buddy. That's just a fight for two guys to get paid. That'd be entertaining. Why does he look like a you know? And you know I like Lamont Peterson. Yeah. I like Lamont Peterson, but he DC. looks like a yeah, of course, bias. He looks like a small welterweight. Like even he if does. even with even with Chris Algeri, who looks big in his last. Who looks really big? I'm not really sure. Hey, did uh David uh. Avanessian? Uh-huh. Uh, Avanessi? whatever. You're, I know you're saying it wrong. I know you're saying it wrong. Look sure. like Prince Nassim Ahmed? A little bit. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I was like, I was like, Prince. That's funny too because like the, the day before was I got the text about homeboy uh, Henry asking like, you know who Nassim is? I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah, Prince, man. So, his, his entrance was longer than the fights. So check this out though. Hey, yo, where do you find our page on Facebook? Facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101. If you don't know who Prince Nassim Ahmed, I'm pu I'm putting up highlights of all of his knockouts yeah. and everything right now on our Facebook page because I'm not putting this Lamont Peterson versus this. Even though he won the title fight, I'm not putting this up on the app just because it wasn't these very entertaining. Or these impressive. highlights, these highlights are going to be way more entertaining than that fight. So definitely, <laughs> definitely. check out Nassim Ahmed. A lot of people hated him, didn't like him, but this guy had sweat. He, was, he, he had was, power. He was one of those flashy fighters that had... Does Nassim Does he have a hood pass? Yeah, man. You know, because he, 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 he really stunts on cats, man. He was like... He look was he was, he was one of those guys that had the longer entrances than like the Mayweathers yeah. and the Adrian Broners, man. He and made he it a had, spectacle. Like, he, was, he was one of those cats that had swag, swag coming bro. out. Talk yeah, really, really did. Awkward. Awkward angle was awkward. Good power, but check out those highlights because we're not going to talk about Lamont Peterson anymore. Let's move forward and let's talk about that main event, Battle of the Adrians. Battle of the Adrians. 
Adrian Boner versus Adrian Granados. Stop saying Boner, man. You're bothering me with that, man. Like, it's, you, you really throw me off every single time when I say that. Say what? I'm not, I'm not, entertain, I'm not entertaining you with any of uh, Adrian Boner versus Granados. This so, is a very good fight. So, my very, boys, very, so my very boys, good fight. So, my boys, when I'm sitting here, what made me rush to watch this fight before I watched any other fight, bout, before I watched the Lawn Peterson Championship bout, was the text I got. Adrian Broner, this is halfway through the fight. All my boys, they jump to conclusions really early. They don't have the patience it takes for boxing, I yeah. swear, sometimes. So, I, hey, he's done. Adrian's <laughs> finished. Hey, it's over. Hey, this guy needs to go down to 140. He's, he's not good at 147. He's okay at 147. No, listen. He's a little small, I think though. he's No, I think he's good at 147. Yeah. The thing is, do you, do you really? Oh. See, I, this is why this is why I'm in charge, man. You, just, I just told you to tell me to bring up vacated belts, as we said. Vacated belts. The vacated belts, man. So as we were talking about the the inter, the interim championship uh, yeah. bout, you know what they should do with vacated bouts? Huh. Anybody who's not signed, anybody who's not signed to a fight coming up in like the next six months, they should automatically do that. That's right. They should automatically do it like a Super Four tournament. Yeah, they they should, but that's for because the governing bodies. But you can't. But you they, can't. You can't, yeah, you yeah. can't just give somebody a belt that they didn't earn. You preach to the choir, brother. You Look, preach it to just, the choir, no, man. No, but tell me that don't sound good, man. Yeah, so it's just like, great. hey. And the thing is, you don't have to. You look, you don't have See, to. This is enter why they it. bear witness as we talk our way to the top, because that's when we make those changes. Until then, we can only rant and rave and rap about it, because that's that's just how it is. Now, let's talk about the business. Adrian Boner versus Granados. Were you impressed by Boner or Granados? I was impressed by both of these fighters. We knew bro we knew Adrian Granados was a problem fighter. We saw him. We saw him take out a mirror mom, which he's is, a problem uh, was, fighter was, for the problem. That's it, for sure. Yeah, he was. He was a problem for the problem. Um, Eighteen and four. Now, you decided to look into those four losses. I did. I did. Which so, was very, very good because he looks lazy. so great. <laughs> so hold on. Let me see. This guy. School him every single day. School him every day. Adrian Broder. I had him losing the first three out of four rounds. After the first round. I did the something I tried to do, like what I did with the Andre Warsaw Kovalov. I started taking, I started scoring the fight. I don't like doing that. I, I like sitting back and enjoying Enjoy that because, just like a, just like a veteran drug dealer, I can eyeball it. Yep. So, <laughs> so, so, so it's just like they can do with the weight. I can do that with a fight. I can eyeball a fight, and I'm like, ah, this guy ah, win, this guy win. Right. I can see that. I'm, I'm, I, I've done, I've done this for a while, right? I had, I had. First of all, what is this? The one, two, three, four, five, six. No, four, the fourth and the ninth round, I had both rounds 10 to 10. 10 to 10. 10 to 10. It was funny is. I don't um, think that's legal scoring, but. No, actually it is it because, is? Oh, yes, okay. it okay. really is. Ha, 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 ha. Ooh, good one. And I actually checked with our boy um, a few months back. The ref. Yeah, I actually checked with him a few months back. We need to get but him then on the show. We, we really do. We do. And then Steve Far, I think Does Steve. Does he still listen? I assume so. Right? I don't know. We find uh, yeah, we need we do. Um, who was scoring? Was, was Steve Far? Was it Steve? Was it Steve Farhood? Steve Farhood was, was not there. He, I swear he was commentating. But hey, but the um, but the judge actually who had that, he had it ten ten in the fourth round also. Okay. Okay. So not even just me. Even before that popped up, I had it at the ten ten. I had ninety six ninety four. Uh, Adrian Broner winning the split. I wrote fourth round. I put Broner be, appears to be the better talent, but Granados doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. He had to make it ugly. 
He wasn't scared. He was not scared of uh, Adrian Broner's counter. Like I had a whole bunch of notes going to this. That was really the a beginning. Fight. The rent. The beginning of round four. I thought I saw the real Broner come out when he started moving. And then I hate like his little ah uppercut. Yeah, the uppercut. No, but he just moved his yeah. feet. He moved around a lot more, and he didn't. He had stay great in the, head movement. He, great he did, head movement. But he stayed in. The, I thought he stayed in the pocket a little bit a little too, too much. Little he gave too long. Way too much respect there. But um. I there's a couple I hate bringing up just Floyd, but the only reason why I bring up Floyd so much is because especially since he fought in the same division at the welterweight, the 147. Yeah. He he was undefeated, but he fought it perfectly. If a guy was stronger than him, he would use his he would use his speed to stay around and to keep out keep out of the power, which I thought Adrian Broner could have easily done easily. just be just because of the movement alone. Um, but he didn't. He stayed in there. He stayed in there and he gunned with him, which was really surprising to me. Yeah. It's because he, they, they they're very familiar with each other, I assume, mm-hmm. and that's why he, he just because of that he knows that Granados probably can't knock him out no matter yeah. what. But Granados, it, it sucks that he. I, I thought he lost the fight by about one round, possibly mm-hmm. a draw. But I, I still think Broner won the fight, so maybe one. You said you had it by two rounds, right? Yeah, I had it by two rounds. So for Granados was upset after the fight. But you can tell they know each other, they're friends. But Granados could be, too, don't be too upset, man. I understand it hurts your record, but you get more, you, you're going to have more fights. You'll make more money and more fights than you will see with Broner because he still looks at himself as a top fighter that has to pick his right fight versus you getting a good offer. Does that yeah. make sense? Uh, round eight, I thought this is only a 10 round fight. Yep. Which was funny to me, but round eight, I thought Andrew Broner in the beginning of that started going I thought to that survive. Was funny also. He he went to survival mode when I thought he needed to be more aggressive to make he sure because it was point. too it was too close. And you know what was really funny? I thought Granados actually stole some of the rounds because of the body punches. But it was the body punches that Adrian Broner had both of his elbows up when he was trying to keep yeah. Granados off him, and Granados was working before he got broken up by the ref. Um, I thought, especially with that, I saw a lot of Maidana. Uh-huh. In there, yeah. Where and I thought Adrian, yeah, and I yeah. thought Adrian Broner um, have some flashbacks. Would have some flashbacks, but I thought, he, so I thought he, but I thought he learned from it. Yeah. If he didn't like, he would. I thought he would have lost his fight if he didn't fight he somebody is, like he, Maidana. He, he stayed off the ropes well enough. Yeah. And that's one of the first things that that hurt him. I guess, you, you know what's really funny too is he's only fought three times at the welterweight division, and then all of his Pauly, fighters. Medina and no, no, no. He, Sean Porter. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was Paulie at one thirty at one at one forty seven? Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought. no, it was at 147. That's right. Okay, well, he's fought those. Besides Pauli Malinaji, the the close fights, it was they all fought the same. Whether it was Sean Porter or whether it was Marcos Maidana, who is um, who ended up fighting that same, just kind of make it ugly, outwork him, smother him, staying what. But he learned from that. I don't think if if he wouldn't have fought Sean Porter or he wouldn't have fought Maidana, he would have lost his fight. But I thought his veteranship. Um, is the one is the one thing that got him. That's the only thing that got it for him. And uh, well, also too, what um, what's crazy about Granados? The last thing you want to do with somebody like that is give the underdog self confidence. Yeah. It, and never, I thought ever, I thought ever, you ever. never because like because then the momentum comes and that's how they get the knockout the shit and it shifts and and it was Adrian Broner started out, but how do you like? I like Adrian Broner at one forty seven. I do too because that's where he's going to get the better fights. That's where he's going to uh, get the better. Win or lose, he's going to get. He can hang with the best of them. He can. Hang, he can. But he needs saying, to change his camp. Okay. Well, even even the upside. Look at the downside. He stays at one forty. He's the most dominant person at one forty. Barely, because Mikey Garcia is coming. Yeah, Mikey Garcia is coming. But even Mikey Garcia is what at one thirty five. Right now. One thirty five. So yeah, he's going. He's going to probably end up moving up to fight him. So, but I'm not saying Adrian Broner would duck him, but just for better fighters like you've seen, but the micro. 
Adrian Broner's better fights is the ones he really lost. Who would so. you like to see Adrian Broner fight next? Honestly, he can fight anybody. Like, whether hey, he's still, some, he's, he's give still. Give me a little what if. Uh, let's play a little, uh, you know, uh, overreaction. Let me. Who do you who do you, as a fan, want to see him fight next? So just throwing out names: Amir Khan. That'd be a good one. Timothy Bradley. Who? Timothy Bradley. Pacquiao. Timothy Bradley would be a great one. Earl Spence. Ooh. Andre Berto. Ooh, that's right there. So like those 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 are some of the cats that just off you know off GP. Uh, Sean Porter rematch. Jesse Redem Vargas. Redemption. Ooh, Jesse Vargas would be a good one. So like you, I mean, he could that, any anybody was one of those because like you're not gonna get him. He's gonna deserve the upper echelon. You can't get this guy bums. He no, saw what happens no, in his last no, two no. fighters that he like his last two fighters that he fought. He TKO'd him. Besides, uh, besides at least we can say one. now I see why nobody wants to fight Granados. Dude, Granados. I see why. So I looked at so you know I went to Let's go get my. Let's talk about his four losses. So we're gonna talk about his four losses. Let me get it here. Let me get in here. Let's talk about these four losses. This guy's gonna get. Some honor, cause we we usually only discuss losses when we were impressed by you. Like who who beat you? No, exactly. And that that's good. That's very good. So he walked into your eighteen and four with eleven KOs. Now come on. Here we go. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. Tell your friends about us. It's available in the App Store. It's available in Google Play. Download it. Check it out. This is the only one-stop spot for all your boxing needs in the sweet science. Now, who we got in there? Adrian Granados? Hey, I hate your stuff, he knows, man. I it's do bothering too, bro. me, man. Bothering <laughs> me. <laughs> all right, so. So, his first loss was his second bout. His second bout of his, of his professional career. I didn't get into that just for the simple fact that, you know, anytime you go... Anytime you get old, I mean, anytime you're get you're new to the game, you could lose those because you're just getting used easily. to it easily. So um, his second loss was his eleventh bout. He fought a guy named Frankie Gomez, and Frankie Gomez was Frankie. a yeah. Frankie Gomez was an undefeated uh, fighter, and then also I'm gonna compound these two. He also lost to a Felix Diaz too, which you, which we know Felix Diaz, and they were, he was undefeated at the time. He was controversial no. loss to Lamont Peterson. He no, got no, the win no, over no, no, but but no, but even uh, but even that. So, so I didn't even go. I want to. No, not even these two losses. So, with at first I watched the Felix Diaz fight, and I had that 50-50 okay. until the eighth round. Eighth round, so this was only a 10-round fight. Eighth round, Granados got knocked down. Ooh. And then, no, ninth round he got knocked down. And then the 10th round he got knocked down, somewhere around that's that. What so that's what so puts you behind. So yep. I saw you losing that. And then also the when he fought – here, let me get it. When he fought Frankie Gomez um, – I thought he wasn't as polished as he, you know, he did look with Adrian Broner, but he also got it was a it was a really close fight. But uh, Frankie Gomez ended up knocking him down too. So like when you get to the close fights, when those swing rounds, you know, depending yeah, yeah. on who's judging, you got knocked down. You wasn't on your. You definitely gonna win that round at all. So I guess when he fights, when he fights people who are finesse fighters like a Miramom or a Adrian Broner, he has a better luck too because he can take those shots, he yeah. can take those punches, but. Just this was the this was yeah. the best Adrian Granados I've seen. Okay. Just for the simple fact of boxing wise, yeah. did you see? Did you, he not only did he get it there and grind it out, he was boxing. He had Those good first hand moves. four rounds, 
he boxed beautifully. Yeah. The way he stayed on the outside, kept the jab up, just kept good bounce in his feet, good rhythm. Mm-hmm. And it was really giving problems to the problem. He gave problems to the Big problem. Big problems to the problem. But either than that, I still like the fight. I thought the better fighter did win. I thought Adrian Broder could have to the could have taken a Floyd approach and moved around, got in. I thought he should have got out of most of his uh, most of his altercations. Yeah. Get in there, one, two, maybe three, move. Keep him at bay, but keep, keep him guessing. Ba- keep him guessing, yeah, and just move around. But he stole. He chose to stay in there and fight it out. What most Who would people you like would to see like. Adrian Granados go against at the one forty seven helm because that's a stacked division. Maybe a uh, little Robert Guerrero. That'd be probably probably a good fight. He's he's in like a boxing purgatory to me because like you can't really give him uh, are you anybody. With Carlos Molina. Yes. Yes. Same yeah. thing as Carlos Molina. He's got like five losses, questionable losses on his record. But Same no, thing. he did no. Which one did Carlos Molina just fought? No, Carlos had, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of John John Molina and Eric Molina. Oh, that would be they a good fought. one. John yeah. John Molina would be a good John one too. John John Molina. So, um, he's like so he's he's one of those fighters who's. He's not good enough to even get a title shot right now, but anybody who's just a regular fighter, like who's an up and comer, I think he will. I think Sean he will Porter be. would be a good fight, or Andre Berto. Good test. Find yeah. out. Find out if he really deserves to be in the 147 division. Those would be good tests. Al Hamby, call me. I'll be the matchmaker. All those guys. All those guys that we said um, that we said Adrian Broner should fight. Man, Granados can fight the same people. Now speaking of Bayweather, I got some Bayweather news here for you. Talk about Bayweather McGregor. Mayweather Senior said, I would beat Conor McGregor's ass at 63. He would. He probably would. He probably would. He'd probably work up in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. Nah. That fight's not going to happen. Just like the other one they called off was who? Uh, uh, Chris Brown and Soldier Boy? And what's his face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Nobody believed the fight was going to happen. Of course we did Nobody didn't. believed it, I'm right? mad that you actually made me talk about that on you, here. That was your idea. I'm pretty sure it was. It's hip-hop, so it's got to be your idea. Oh. Now, let's talk about the 30-day weigh-ins for Triple G and Daniel Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs is bigger. He has always been kind of known as a big welterweight. Um, 176 pounds. 165.1 is Triple G. Now, Kelbrook also. Same thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Same thing. So, Triple G is definitely more disciplined there. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of Andre Ward style in this fight for Daniel Jacobs. I think he's going to try to punch, clinch, grab, fight on the inside. And not give him any distance. Mm-hmm. If he does that and survives twelve rounds, he could snatch a win. If he makes it, if he makes it if ugly, he, he could. Ugly. He he's. He but the thing is, Triple G don't have a problem making it ugly. He, he loves it. He, he, loves, he, it. Loves, he it. loves it. He likes he loves getting it. hit in the he face. Loves. He likes getting punched. But this will be his probably his biggest opponent. Maybe like in the small, far as qualified. Qual quality more yeah. qual, a quality opponent. Because he's a lot smarter than David Labie. David, David Labie. Labie. <laughs> man, this cold is killing you, man. Oh, hey, it's just allergies, hey, man. I don't look, know what it look, is. It's look, just a coma. Look, I'm off the next two days. I'm heading to Canada. If I'm sick or anything like that, I'm okay. going to come back to the States and I'll punch you. But are you quarantined out there? or You might not even go over there. It's <laughs> an allergy, bro. I was fine when I walked in. And then also there's a BS on the talking, and I was like, those are stuffed up. You sound good. I got some Vicks Vapor Rub over there if you need some. Where? Where's it at? Man, it's... It's Keep over talking. there. It's over. It's over there, man. Tell me. Tell, tell you me about that Canelo Chavez. What, what's going on with that? So first of all, I I looked at today. I was on Instagram, and you know, between all the boxing pages that I follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that, you know, just from the different uh, just from the different sites, 
I saw not even a weigh in, but I saw a toe to toe in one of the promotional things. And I don't know if it was Photoshop, but Chavez looked like he was Huge. way too big. I was like, this, I was like, there's no possible way. He honestly looked like he had Canelo by six inches. And I was, and it really, it really was like, man, is he that big? Like, I honestly think it's Photoshop. I'm not going to put any of that. Daniel Jacobs picked Chavez Jr. to win the fight. Of course. Because the size of. And just I don't know if he's if he has a good training camp he could win the fight. But well, at the same Canelo's time, is, at the same time smart. is if he did if think about it, if Daniel Jacobs doesn't pick Chavez Jr. to win, Chavez Jr. is in the same state that he's in. He's the bigger fighter, yep. and he's going against the champion who yep. everybody thinks he's going who thinks is going to win. Easy payday, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. It this honestly I have I still have Canelo winning. We're gonna get to into the details. I like, I like this bet though. I like that the winner gets a bigger purse. Big bank takes a little bank. But, yeah, I'm down with it. You like know what? That. I like that. I don't think that big bank t- takes little Gosh, bank. I don't think Chavez Jr. deserves a bet like that, but yeah, he does. He doesn't. He doesn't but, at all. But I, I like that for two reasons. If it's, tr- I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to do big bank take little bank. But if it does happen, that shows that these two actually wanted to fight. Yeah. That shows that Canelo always wants to fight. It's yeah. never about the money. So it's I would respect back up everything them. He said, it, yeah. yeah. So how do you feel just, about that offer of the 15 million to Triple G flat fee? I think it's insulting. Yeah. Why? No. I think it's the right. What is, what is Triple G made? Nothing. Not $15 million. He hasn't made $15 million. But their but fight could make at least a... It, it doesn't matter. It, it's the Floyd Mayweather versus Pacquiao. It's the Floyd Mayweather versus Canelo. Canelo took fifteen million. He t- well, no, I don't think he took that. I think he took ten million. Yeah, like he took that. he took ten million to fight Floyd to yep. get to that fight because he wanted to win. So at the same time, is no, it's not insulting. It's you get what you deserve. Pay does Conor McGregor if him and Floyd Mayweather fight? Does he, he deserve deserve does, to be in the ring? Does, with does, no, but does he deserve twenty five million like he's asking for? Does he deserve fifty? Pacquiao, Pacquiao didn't yes, deserve fifty fifty split. So first of all, if the cash cow, because look, because look, when the fight should be made or when the fight was made. No, when the fight was made. He did not. So deserve. think about it. Who has the bigger following, Canelo or Triple G? Can- Canelo has a, a huge country behind I don't him. Know, dude. Because Triple G's got a pretty big following because of the internet, and I'm gonna say most of Canelo's following don't have access to the internet. That's racist. It is. I that's know. that's very racist. No. That's good, though. No. It's, it's not. Man, whether it's in Texas, whether it's in Vegas, Canelo's gonna have that following. And Canelo don't need Triple G to make yeah. money they, throughout the rest they of his count. Kill over to watch the fight because of Trump. <laughs> I feel like that should be a good setup for a Trump joke. But we ain't gonna talk about politics. Let's talk you said about politics. You felt like that was a great setup for a Trump and you still yeah. took it there. Yeah, I, I did, did I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so um Canelo Triple G needs Canelo more than vice versa. So Definitely. yes, take the yeah. take the money. Take the money, Triple G. K2 Promotions owned by Klitschko. Take the money. PBC got some more fights this weekend. Caleb Plant versus Thomas. A whip moto. You can't say Caleb Plant without saying Caleb Sweet Hands. Sweet Hands. Sweet Hands Plant. Boy, you got man, some sweet so. hands. That's, one of my, that's my favorite fight of 2016 and 2017 so far. Yeah, man, he's up. He's. I'm not going to say he's my favorite, but he was right behind Ryan Carl for me. Oh, Ryan so, Caleb, yeah, so Caleb Sweet Hands Plant, I'm looking forward to, to this. Yep. Actually, let me look. Let me look up and see what he's. Listen, been. Thomas Awib Bodo, Bodo. Never heard of this guy. Uh, I knew they were having trouble finding an opponent, but he's ready. He said he's ready any time to face the top opposition. Um, I think he needs to be in there with the with some top opposition to find out where he should be. Awib Bono. Awib Bodo. Ooh, Caleb might have a problem. Huh? Have you have you looked at um have you looked up Thomas Awimbono's record and stats? Have you have you looked at him up? No. 
So Caleb Sweetham plants is 14 and 0. Yes. Like 13 KOs or something like that, right? This guy is 25 and 6 with 21 KOs. So, Last time we've seen yeah. all the fights recently where this guy had had more KOs than you have had fights. Fight. Yes. You have lost that fight. Exactly. So this uh, super middleweight, this dude's from Ghana. Let me see. Hold on. He's. Let me check this out because he's 5'10". How Caleb tall? Platt is tall. Hey, that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking at right now. He's. They're fighting at 154, I believe. Right. Okay. Yeah. Caleb Plant is six one. Okay. He's six one. I, I thought he was a little bit shorter than that though. So. Sweet hands. Please. So they're fighting that super middleweight, which is one six. So he's fourteen and zero with uh, ten knockouts. You know what? I'm gonna take the upset. You're without crazy, even without bro. no without even see without even seeing this guy's fight I'm gonna take the upset. Just do it, see, see that's what females do, divas do. They just do that because just because I like something. You just want to see. You just want to see it fall. I'm gonna take the more veteran. I'm gonna take the more experienced fighter. And you know, right, how, even Corella though all over again. Even even though even though I like I like Caleb Sweethands playing. He's a better. He's a better. He's a great boxer. He's a good boxer for what he is. He's right very now. disciplined, bro. There's he really no is. way he's gonna lose this fight. You can't say there's no way because you you're Dana's Ugas. You just like ruined things for me. Um, just saying, just saying. Now, also, two guys I've never heard of, Alantes Fox and Kenneth McNeil. Let's look these guys up, because I don't know who these guys are at all. You said Alonzo Fox? Uh, Alantes, A-L-A-N-T-E-Z, Fox, versus Kenneth McKeel, traditional spelling. Now, make sure you hit us up at facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101, or at gmail at squared circle 101, or talk some smack to us on Twitter at talking smack 101. So, Alantes Fox, I already like him already, man. You know, I'm a, a product of the DMV. I think we've seen him before. I'm a product of the DMV, so he's from Forestville, Maryland. Um, 21 and 0 with 10 knockouts. Okay. Super middleweight bout, 168 pounds. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Okay. And his opponent, Mr. Kenneth McNeil, I'm assuming is Irish. <laughs> hey, Off the name alone. He might not be. He might not be. He's uh, this guy's ten and two with seven knockouts. Ha! Huh? Wow. He's black. Whoa. So I'm gonna need you to stop being Ooh. racist on the show, man. Yeah. Before you find a before you get a replacement. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he's uh, McNeil. I'm assuming he's black. God, you're terrible. You're a terrible human being. Uh, so. <laughs> and what does it have to do with anything we yeah. are talking about right now? So. We just said it, man. These guys got guys got more KOs than another dude got fight fights. So, Interesting. Well, we'll so, see what happens. So he's from uh, ooh. So he's a middle. We got a middleweight, and we got another guy who's a super middleweight. So somebody's moving a, up. So somebody's moving up. Um, Birmingham, Alabama. Does that make a lot of sense? It does. So it was like the the headliner of the same fight card that we'll get into here in a second. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about Jared Hurd from Maryland. Versus Tony Harrison. You know what? When people have uh, significant nicknames, I'm gonna need you to say it when they. Uh, when you Jared Swift heard. Jared Swift heard. I, I only recognize Danny Swift Garcia. Oh okay, but Danny Swift Garcia does not have it tattooed on his chest. You gotta have uh, it tattooed. On the, you gotta have it tattooed on your chest. I'm gonna text him that later. <laughs> Jared heard. I feel like there should be a battle of the name Swifts. I heard that a lot. But Jared Hurd and Tony Harrison will be fighting for the vacant IBF title vacated by one of the Charlo twins. Jared Hurd should get this win. Tony Harrison. Let's look at let's look let's look at these dudes up here. Jared Hurd, I wasn't impressed, I felt like, with his last fight. You know what? I'm trying to, but my He's computer is not. To. It's not. There we go. The key's too sticky. Nah, man, my fat fingers, man, keep actually clicking off of it. So 
That's what so we he got, said. We got Jared Swift heard 19-0. Super welterweight from Maryland. Well so we got man. So we just gonna have Maryland versus uh Birmingham, Alabama, man. Again? I'm taking it nah, I'm oh, just okay. taking I'm just taking this. Uh Tony Harrison is twenty four and one. Twenty four well, no haha. <laughs> yeah, no, we really have uh Echo Keek, Maryland? Where is that? You ever heard of that place either? What? Echo Keek, Maryland, where Jared Hurd's from? No. Never heard of it, right? Okay. Not just me. Uh, no, nah, this guy's from Detroit. So, Tony Harris. Oh, he, got, he got the Check cr- his, he got the croc colors, yeah, I see. Yeah, exactly. I was got just about to say that. Got the croc colors. So, well, 20 win- 24 wins, 20 knockouts. This is going to be a great fight card. He beat, uh, so Jared Hurd beat Jojo Dant, his last mm-hmm. fight. Oscar Molina, Frank Galarza. Some decent wins in there. Some decent wins. He's due for a title shot, maybe, or, or uh, I don't know if he's due for a title shot, but so and I'm sitting here look and I'm sitting here looking up. Um, I'm sitting here looking up who he fought. Let me see. Demetrius Andrade. So yeah, no, no, no. This is a uh, this is Willie Nelson. Oh, Willie Nelson. This is Willie Great. Nelson. This is who Tony like Harris. This is Tony Harrison's only loss. This is the reason why I locked uh, looked him up. Oh, and yeah. so. So, I think I saw that fight. It was on Showbox, and uh, that was the one that got Willie uh, Willie Nelson the, basically the Andrade fight. Yeah, so he, he sold that one against. So him. yeah, he fought Demetrius Andrade. Yeah, I like Willie Nelson. Uh, Showbox Cause of, cause new the, generation cause of come name, up because of the name or actually because of the boxer. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, I like him because I, I, I've, no I've, I've watched him. I've been watching him on Showbox for a while. Uh, it was he's had a great amateur career, up and down pro career, but he's well tested, tough guy, stands and fight. He stands and brawls. I like that. So but Jared Hurd Versus and Tony, Tony Harrison, Harrison, I don't know if to me if this is a validated fight that's good enough for like an actual IBF title. But with everybody else tied up in fights also, I don't know. I feel like that I know Demetrius Andrade is tr- is begging to get a fight. He's begging to unify the title, so I don't know. I I like him just because it's like uh, you know how the way PBC was doing it. They'll have a they'll have an undefeated fighter, up and coming prospect versus yep. somebody who is hungry. more se- more hungry, more seasoned. Also, so I feel like this Good is the, I, yeah. I think that was I think that is this on a higher level too. So you're taking they're taking more chances with these um, with these champions and former champions, these undefeated fighters. That's what I like to see, and that's, that's what, what we I like, like to, to see. see. So it's um um I'm, I'm thinking Jared Hurd could take it. I'm speaking prematurely on this because I don't. You said you've seen Tony Harrison, but I personally haven't seen Tony Harrison. I saw a fight but, with but um, but you do have somebody who's more more experienced. So what what do you say about the fights that you're supposed to win? What's you say you have? So uh, that's one thing uh, I learned from coaching is you never test how good you are by the fights that you're that are fifty fifty or whether it's games or fights, those fifty fifties, anybody can win those because all it's it all it takes one pivotal moment to switch that. You're judged on the ones that you're supposed to win. Yep. So that'll let you know. So like if it's supposed to be a walkover, treat them like a walkover. So we're gonna see how that we're gonna see how that. Yeah, let's talk about the bronze bomber since we're talking about Alabama. Birmingham. My man, the bronze bomber, one of the last American medalists that we've seen since Shakur Stevenson versus Gerald Washington. Now, he was originally set up against, I believe, a, a Wolecki or something that failed a drug yeah, test. Um, Before that was uh, Pulev, who failed a drug test. One Polish, one Russian. They both failed a drug test versus Deontay Wilder. 
So, it's good to see him get some fights. I want to see him unify the belts. Hopefully, he gets the winner of the Klitschko-Joshua fight. I want to see him and Anthony Joshua bad. Let's look at Gerald Washington. What has he done? 18 to 0. Ooh, okay. So, well, no, but the thing is, you got to think, this 18 and 0 and this 12 KOs, this is, I don't even have a word for what this is. This is, hey, we couldn't get the fighters we wanted, and you had the biggest balls to step up and take it. So, I heard he can't buy underwear. He can't buy it. What? So, ball so big, can't buy underwear. Uh, yeah, you know what? So, for a second there, I thought you were dead serious, and I'm like, I I was really have to going to cut the mic. You I was Google this. No, I, no, I wasn't googling nothing. I was gonna cut your mic How off. Do you know about I was gonna. I was yes. No, I really I really questioned you. I'm like, hey, oh man, you keep that to yourself, man. There's some These research. These are the that jokes. You, yeah. I know you out there. I can hear you. I can hear you breathing. I can hear you breathing. No, but um, I would say the only upside to Gerald Washington Rounds. is hoping that Deontay Walter is not fully healed. <laughs> I hope for a convincing win. I want a devastating KO. Yeah. Because I want the winner of Get Anthony of Joshua and Klitschko to be scared to win. Get I want them to be scared to win. Like, because if I win, I have to face that man next. 37 0 with 36 knockouts. Whew, that's a lot of power. And whether you know what, and it's funny because a lot of these, a lot of these, a lot of these chat rooms are out there. They're talking about he's fought bums. He's fought, you know, he ain't fought nobody. He's getting him out of there. His Bermades to Verd win He's, is most convincing as it was. When he was about, losing to Eric about, Molina. What about Chris Ariola? Yeah, that was a good yeah. one too. Even when he was losing to that Polish dude, losing almost every round, yeah. and then he, he then thought he, he killed he him. Used that, he used that power. He used that power in that, yeah. that, that, that lane. Yeah, so this is going to be. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that fight's going to be interesting, but. I'm not even going to we'll say it. It's not even going to say it's but. the heavyweight division. You can't knock them too much. Because they all have power. change it. They all have power. They all have power. There's probably 12 KOs in there for Gerald Washington that would argue different. Yeah. Let's look at who these losses are. Any names in there that we might have heard of? Who? Heard, heard him talk about for Gerald oh, Washington. Who? Who we fought? Eddie Chambers. Oh, okay. Fast fast Eddie Chambers. Yeah, yeah so he was 40, he, 42 and 4 at that time. Okay. Amir Mansour. That's the only name I see you there. So nobody with a great record. I yeah. mean, Travis Amir Walker, Mansour, Eddie Chambers, only real big notable wins. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what they have. We'll see what they have. Now we got coming up. We're gonna play some bets. Hopefully on the Thurman Garcia. We have undecided on how that bet's gonna be. I know what I like. I know he what he likes. But we need to figure this out soon. It's. I kind of want to have you go back to where you're normal at and go out there on the corner and just with a sign. When I'm holding my pimp cup. Yeah, holding uh, holding your pimp cup, doing whatever you got to do. We're, we're going to figure out some bets. We're going to figure, gonna figure out some bets with this, though. We might but. do a Twitter poll, so we need some following. We need you to follow us at twitter.com forward slash talkingspack101. Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash squaredcircle101 or raw gmail at squaredcircle101. Also, we're on Instagram, too, at well, guess what? Squared Circle 101. And we are here to discuss the sweet science. I apologize for my allergies and my stuffy nose. Yeah, you I wasn't I wasn't Tony Montana like everybody you thinks. You always tell everybody to hit us up at our Gmail and all that kind of stuff. Tell us our suck. You guys, please do that and tell him he sounded like trash and you better not come here next week recording with the same voice. It was annoying to be next to you with this. No, I'm definitely going to come here with the same voice. I'm going to stick tissue in my nose next week, even if I can breathe just fine because of that statement. Over here, Mr. Above hey, the Rib. Hey, before we before we get done with this, man, I have a question for you. 
do you like do you do you like the humble Adrian Broner? Did you hear him oh, after? Hell no. Did you did you hear hell him after no. the fight? He was like, "Hey, I'm just trying to get it I'm done. Trying I'm trying to do my job." Nah, nah. I don't like I don't like the new. I don't, age. Like, it I don't like that new. I don't like it either. No, Lo- loss, losses will humble you, but yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. man. The only reason I was fascinated with you because you will was out humble there. You. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you do do your job. I, I like the old Adrian Broner better, but I like Does this. Adrian Boner still have a hood pass? Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Okay, Just okay. got out of prison. His out. beard's on fleek. Right. Yes, I use fleek. On fleek. And then um. On fleek. And he still stole your your boy Malinaji's girl. So. That wasn't even his girl. It was a side piece. Hey, don't matter. He didn't matter. even take her home to his mother. That's yeah. not a girl. <laughs> unless unless you introduce that girl to your mother, that is not a girl. That's a side piece. That's a weekend fleek. And that's all that was. He could have her. He could have her. All right, Better. man. Go ahead. Lock, lock it out, man. I'm done. All right, my man. Hey, baby, feel good. What was that? Hey, yo. So, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. So let's get it done, man. Let's get it done. As we continue to talk to the talk, talk our way to the top. Talk our way to the top. Bear witness, it's the sweet science for the partners and grind. We will see you next week.